welcome back to another episode of the Knife Nuts podcast. Brian is on vacation, so we are joined by our surrogate knife nut, Adam Purvis. Welcome back to the show, Adam. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I was trying to be like Brian. That was uh, just as enthusiastic. You'll I believe the be appropriate Brian. response is, fuck you, I don't talk like that. Fuck you, I don't talk like that. <laughs> yes. Let's let He's, him enjoy his vacation. Li- it's nice to know that Brian is with us in spirit, at least. Yes. Taking a well-deserved vacation from us. Absolutely. Um, someone um, commented on the uh, pre-podcast post I, I made. Uh, saying that was like, oh no, Yoda. And I was like, even Yoda has to leave Dagobah every once in a while. It's a deep cut from the nerds out there. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, Everybody loves it. I love I it. Guess I love Yoda. Our idea was, if Brian's going to be gone, let's do the episode that would annoy Brian the absolute most, which is talk about yep. old production knives for yep. an hour at least. You know, we, we've wanted to do something like this for a while. Um, it's interesting to see us do a, a steady subject matter. On, on anything, for that matter, but for a whole episode should be interesting. Absolutely. Well, I mean, we'll see where it goes. Yeah, yeah. I'm, you're right, Jake, but, you know. Um, but before we get into that, uh, oh. Adam, why don't you tell us the good news that you told me today? Of course, it won't matter in the next couple of days, but, <laughs> but hopefully by the time everybody is listening to this, Adam, that's your cue. No, I know. I'm... I'm checking the uh, tracking again. Um, <laughs> Sounds like too premature. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, received notification from FedEx that the primordial knives have cleared customs and are scheduled to be delivered tomorrow, the 6th. But, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. So that means they'll arrive at your door tomorrow, all things willing. Um, and that means uh, you'll end up packing our Knife Nuts editions, and they'll be in my possession within the next couple days. So after that, we'll begin the gratuitous shipping process. Yes. So we're it's finally coming to an end. You know, I'm I'm kind of excited to see how these turned out. So you know. I think we all are. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of drama going on with it, but you know, accidentally, we're here. <laughs> we started, you know, from the bottom, and now we're here. That oh, is wow. not a relevant reference anymore. No, no, that one's pretty dated. <laughs> no. But you know, I thought Yeet was also dated, but it made a comeback. So there we yeah, go. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm excited for them. How have the uh, how have the ones you've been you've gotten so far been? Very they look good, fantastic. Very good. You'll be insanely impressed at how thin the grinds are i mean the tip gets so fine and it's sharp as hell it's really really nice i'm i'm excited the only thing i like to i mean the only thing wow not a freudian slip the only thing i ever wanted to change about the primordial was to make it bigger so this works no, for me. you're probably gonna like this yeah. I, functionally i can't think of uh, uh, a better knife that i've received recently um it's lightweight you know it doesn't have the recurve of the original primordial, which is, you know, a lot of people will say it's a good thing. And I, I, I tend to agree with that. Um, just a little more utilitarian, I think. I'm going to defend Adam's original vision. I like the recurve. I also like the recurve. However, when you see this, you're going to be pretty impressed. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I can live without it. That's but right. I do like it. I do like the recurve. Uh, Adam, how's uh, feedback been? <clears throat> uh, good. 
I thought the... you were going to use the mute button for when you cleared your throat, not when you're well, immediately asked a question. It couldn't be worse than a lip smacking in Ernie Emerson's podcast, so we're good. Don't worry. Oh, Ernie Emerson has a lot mm-hmm. of explaining to do, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we can get into that later. We'll talk about that in a minute. Adam? <laughs> I was trying to make sure that I concentrated on not clearing my throat so I didn't upset you. No one gives a crap. Please continue. If you if you focus on not upsetting Levon, this is going to just be two hours of dead air. That's just, just you, it, Jake. Just let her rip, man. Feedback has been good. I've sent you a lot of the uh, posts or messages yep. I've received, mm-hmm. and uh, for the most part, um, everything I've received has been positive. So, Absolutely. I was very happy with the first 60. We received 60 because... We had some G10 scales that we remade. By some, I mean nearly all. <laughs> and um, they were not happy. Well, to Best Takes credit, they were not happy with the uh, the way it turned out. So they wanted to remake them, and uh, they did. They sent sixty that were good, and those shipped. And uh, I'm hoping the other two hundred and seventy are. <laughs> Just as good. Right. Well, we hope so, too. I mean, at this point, I, th- I think we can safely say that we're in the clear. Everything will be fine. It is a stressful thing, I got to say. And I was saying on the last podcast, it's uh, interesting to be involved in a uh, production knife from beginning to end. And uh, the amount, I can't imagine, you know, what it's like having not only your time, your effort, but your design and your money all wrapped up into it as well. Yeah, the uh, I listened, I did, you know, that was the first episode I've ever listened to of the podcast was 36, and, uh, no, not true. Shut but. the fuck up. <laughs> we appreciate all your support having never listened. <laughs> I'm, I'm a Patreon supporter, but. Um, uh, then you don't have to do anything else, don't worry about it. Yeah. You don't need to so, listen. Well, I'm, I'm not in the top tier, I don't win knives. The but. top tier is you no longer need to listen to the podcast. Yeah, they just send you the cliff notes. But I heard you say, I was kind of glad that I, I dragged you into the process this time a little more in depth so you could see that it's not as simple as just no. send a design off and a knife shows up. Yeah. Um, although Brian pretty much said he sends a design off and a <laughs> yeah. knife shows up. Brian has the added <laughs> ability to be able to 3D design and basically they, uh, they just make whatever they send him in his design is perfected when it goes to riot right i i design on like an empty shoebox <laughs> and then have it work it into 2d cad and then work it into 3d cad um and then we make changes but the entire process is it is a process i would um, also like to point out that's how 90 percent <laughs> of the people making knives do their work so, like, everybody who makes a production knife but doesn't understand 3D machining, they're probably drawing their knives out on napkins and uh, hoping for the best when they get it sent to whatever company to have it 3D de- 3D designed. That was yeah. the, the only benefit that I had for myself starting out was making folders and learning right. how everything worked a little better. I, At least I kind of understand how knives work instead of just... Yeah, making a scribble on a piece of paper. There was some intent to what you were drawing. 
on the shoebox yes. or in the shoebox. Was it on the shoebox or in the shoebox? That's really well, the question. You used, you used all the sides. Got it. Got it. You know, you put the closed look on one side, maybe uh, several different modifications on the other side of the of the shoebox. How yes. big was the shoebox is really the question here. It is a size 12 Nike. Nice. So fairly nice. large. Knife Nuts podcast. Is that, I use the, is that available uh, on, like, Arizona Custom Knives? I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> Are you going to sell that for three grand on Arizona Custom Knives now? Because that's what uh, they seem to think it's okay to do with... Uh, that shoebox didn't survive 9-11, though. No. Mementos from our nation's greatest Yeah, tragedy. this shit is foul. Mm. <laughs> like, straight up. No other way to put it. $3,000 trinket from 9-11? Like, I don't... It, is not it going only to charity? Is it, is it going to charity? Not that I know of. Did the knife that got made from it go to charity? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't like so that. Here, here, I, I believe let, Ernie would, would donate it to charity. I don't know I would Arizona like is. to believe that Ernie would donate it to, tra- to, to not to tragedy, to, to charity. <laughs> Yikes. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But, so here's the story. So before we get too quick, before we go down the rabbit hole, let me just back up and talk about what we're talking about. So it was brought to our attention by none other than uh, knife critiques of all people um, that Arizona Custom Knives is selling a uh, a steel blank that is from the remnants of the World Trade Center that Ernie Emerson cut their blade blank out of. So it's not even the blade blank or the knife itself. It's the it's the actual empty uh, scrap of steel from the World Trade Center. That they're that they are selling on Arizona Custom Knives for twenty nine ninety five, not twenty nine dollars and ninety five cents, but two thousand nine hundred ninety five dollars. Now I know full well, and you guys know uh, that Arizona Custom Knives is a consignment place, so that means that either they have it and they are selling it for that much, or someone owns said scrap metal. And said, Arizona Custom Knives, will you put this up on your site? And I want to get this much money out of it. And they charge their their normal rate to put on top of that. Which I think is around 20%, if, I'm, if I remember correctly. It doesn't really matter. Even 20% off of that is still too much. It should not even be sold. Someone deserves the hate here. I'm not sure if it's Arizona Custom Knives, because if it's a no. consignment, then it's not really their issue. They just take all the heat for it, though. Well, so. if, here's Sucks the thing. Sucks if, if it's that possibility out of the two. Here's the thing. Arizona Custom Knives shouldn't, shouldn't be selling it, period. But in my opinion. I'm not yeah. telling people how to run their business, but I think I kind of am. I, uh, I bet it was for charity originally, and that's the worst. That's part. what I would like to think of. I hey. want to see what Ernie Emerson has to say about that. That's yeah. I would like to hear his opinion too, because he. I bet he can't be super pleased about that either, because he's if nothing, if nothing, he's very patriotic. So that is I very. I can't true. see him being happy about that. Very true. But wow, that dovetails into another fucked up piece of knife news. What's that? Well, let's just say rest in peace to Sam Johnson. Yeah. Uh, knife yeah, maker. Absolutely. I will. I. I mean, it's a tragedy. It certainly is. The opioid crisis is bad. We don't have to get into that. But I don't know. It just reinforces like the the people being. G- trying to be really genial with makers don't pro me if you don't know me thing hmm. i don't know it was just weird people are all uh you know yeah but all he, over that guy when no he was making doubt, knives and then no, no doubt the guy was talented as hell though i we have to give him that i've i've handled the knives they're great adam didn't you own one yes yeah. it was one of his uh earlier ones hmm. yeah it's it's 
just it's a really shame, unfortunate. Yeah. Rest and, in peace, Sam Johnson. Our and our condolences to his family because that's got to be incredibly rough to lose someone that young. Yeah, seriously, he was younger than me. I think. Ugh, this, this is crazy. Literally a child. Yeah, more or less. That's mm. it's tough, but I just uh, you know, there, I I just hope nobody did anything too shady. The, the saddest part about it though is that he really wanted to turn his life around. It looked like everything was was going, you know, going to be going well from here on out. And then not even a week later, that's the news you get. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. But anyway, back to the uh, our uh, subject at hand. We're going to be sure. talking a lot about old knives that we've uh, that we used to own, maybe still own our first knives that we've purchased, maybe even ones that we've sold off uh, and kind of regret. Weird, uh, weird trends. That yes. we uh, maybe he got in some just yep. old forgotten knives. I will say that I took the time because I have a lot of free time in the summers to compile every single knife I ever bought before the podcast started. I'll make you this available to like our that. listeners. They can look at the spreadsheet of all of my poor decisions in the 2011-2012 era. <laughs> and I don't boy, even there are a lot guess. of bad ones. I don't want to even guess what my spreadsheet would look like. Yeah, I uh, let's see. I am topping out, stopping in March 2017, since we started the podcast in April. I was at 165 knives that I had bought and sold, hmm. which is not that bad. That's actually less no. than I thought. No, that's not too bad. Yeah. I, I mean, to some, to an average person, that's insanity, but you know. <laughs> yeah. To your average knife collector, probably not. To get some perspective here, Adam, when did you start collecting knives? Uh, seriously, getting into more expensive knives was. 2006. Wow. Okay. So you what was the first. Pe- well, well, what was the first piece of shit knife you bought? From a recognizable brand, maybe not just like a gas station. I, I had some some lower end Walmart brand stuff uh, that comes Kershaw's, on a blister card. I would imagine Kershaw's and uh, Gerber's. Oh, nice. Ah, uh, the Gerber's uh, and the Kershaw's. Maybe some Schrade. Mm. Um, slip joints. Nice. Wow. So this was in Ooh. 2006? I have no Or before that? 2006 is when I decided to buy more expensive knives like my first Hinderer. Holy shit. You had a Hinderer Yo, back you've in been 2006. been in a long time, dude. dude. Holy I crap. think it was Gen 2. It Damn. was right after the custom ones. Um, yeah. What was it like before electricity? <laughs> Did you have to poop outside? How did you buy that hinder? Did you have to send a carrier pigeon with the cash? He was. Were you a fireman then? Yes. How old were you? So you were a serviceman. So you were able to get it directly through hinderer. Yes. Hmm. I think it was like three eighty-five or something. Then maybe it's a good amount yeah, for that makes sense. Was then it you custom sold it or for production? No, it was. I think it was the Gen Two when oh, they, so it was production. Yeah. It was yeah. It was after the hand ground blades. Yeah, it was barely assume, a production knife though. I assume you sold it for eight hundred and fifty dollars. No, no, that would be wrong. <laughs> so Probably in case like anyone didn't know, or seven. There was a t- time. There was a time when you literally could not get your hands on an XM eighteen. It was the weirdest thing. Uh, and every run of production knives he made sold out within seconds. And uh, went on the secondary for a double, triple, quadruple. That was the price. That was when he started selling them to dealers, at least. Um, before yeah, the, yeah, yeah. It was 2012, like ten, 13. Ten years, yeah. uh, ten years BGC. That was, 
Right. We'll have to get into that concept later. Uh, that I actually do in in my searching through my email. So shout out to Gmail for making this episode possible. It's really um, crazy how far back you can go. I had an email to my buddy who was at West Point when we were in college, asking him if he could buy a hinder, and I would send him the money because I was back when you had to uh, be active duty first responder or whatever. Did he get you one or did you nope, did he tell plan, you to go fuck that yourself? Pla- that plan fizzled out, even though I was like, yeah, we can we can resell them for twice as much. Man, didn't happen. Yeah, that that sounds like an eighteen-year-old activity. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Douchebag Dave. The, I remember being at a wedding with you, Levon, and you ran. Were we into getting married? I didn't. A similar situation with like a high school military buddy. Dear God. Oh yeah. Can you even hear me over the stampede? <laughs> yes, Upstairs. we can. Our, oh, mm. Can't you just put on a movie? Why don't they watch like Moana? Give them some iPads. Hang on. They have on Amazon. I'm gonna Brian them real quick. Shut up up there! That's not serious. Stella will just laugh at you now. <laughs> anyway, the so, wedding yeah, seems to have worked. Yeah, what were what were we chasing at that time? This would have been 2012, maybe. You ran it. Ran into See, someone. I told you. Striders probably. I don't remember. Oh, maybe. Automatic knives. Uh, yeah, I don't remember what it was. But for us, that was that was closer to the beginning. We were uh, about a good five years after after Adam, apparently. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. What, what was yeah. the market like in 2006? I know this is like basically just Spider Cone Benchmade and Kershaw. Yeah, I have to go see when I joined, like like Usual Suspects and. Jersey Devil and uh, back when the forums were the only way you could share information. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. back when plastic pocket clips were a thing you expected to encounter on Spider Coast. That shit yes. blows my mind. That is a thing. I don't know if I could get into Spider Coast back then with the plastic pocket clips. I, you know, I bet they're not as bad as people th- remember them to be. I mean, at the time, what, what else did you have to, to compare them to? I you feel know like- what's odd? Okay, and this is just an aside. One of the best pocket clips I have is on my custom Olamic Wayfarer. And Jake can attest to this. It is a G10 pocket clip. Huh. I mean, I guess it works if it has enough flex if it's made properly. It's, it's made beautifully, and it works perfectly. Am I right, Jake? Yeah. Was that a yeah? He's probably dealing with his children. Uh, maybe he's yelling at his children. <laughs> Doubtful. Off air so that I'm no talk- one calls Child I'm Protective right Services. Now. Can you not hear me? Yes, we can hear you. You sounded like as meek as oh, a no. mouse. No, I'm, I've been talking this whole time. Oh, no. 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 I'm unmuted and I'm talking. Can you really not hear me? No, we can hear Jake, you. Jake, are you there? God damn it. Are you there, Hello? Jake? I've been, are you there? I swear to God. Is he, st- is he there? I swear I, to God, I will end this goddamn podcast. I'll turn <laughs> this bus around. Hello, Jake, hello. Jake, yeah, we hear you. We're just fucking with you, dude. <laughs> I hate you. Yeah. I had to have been to- oh, talking nope, for he's a while gone. before you did hear me. Okay. Well, maybe. What Back were you saying? Topic. Did was the, did it have something to do with the G10 pocket clip that's so good? And <laughs> played forums. Oh Jesus Christ! 2007. <laughs> nope. <laughs> none, none of that. None okay. of that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <of> he <laughs> got none of it. All right. Let's move on. All right. Moving forward. <laughs> um, I've had some. I remember uh, we, we uh, about a week ago we posted uh, on on Instagram. I asked everyone to share their gateway knife or their first Instagram posted knife. 
Um, and some people uh, posted stuff that, you know, probably was their one of their first knives that they got. And other people seemed to get into Instagram as the knife stuff started to uh, keep going. And they posted their collection at that time. But for me, my gateway knife and the first knife I ha- happens to be one of the ones I posted on Instagram was the mini grip, a mini grip tillion. So I know a lot of you guys, a lot of people have started with that knife. So, yeah, a mini grip was the sixth knife I ever bought. Hmm. A Ritter, I, a Doug Ritter mini grip at that. I had some, I had like a Swiss, I had Swiss Army knives. I had a, a little buck, like, assisted thing uh, with a safety on it, um, you know, and stuff like that that I carried all the time. Uh, but the mini grip was my first big gateway knife. And Jake actually picked it up for me um, at a Black Friday sale at Cabela's. Uh, probably back in 2011. I and, uh, that, that's what got me got me uh, hooked. <laughs> I used to carry an MTech DDR Mad Max ripoff. Mm. There were definitely a before lot before of... I knew that was a, a a real knife that it was a clone of. Um, I used to carry that thing, and uh, because I'm an idiot, I used to carry that every day, even to school, which was a really terrible idea in the post Columbine era. I but... carried mine to to work and stuff like that, and and pulled it out to open stuff all the time, not even thinking that was something that people would uh, frown upon. I don't, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe the one I was carrying in high school was probably not a smart idea, but right. statute of limitations have expired or Especially something. since your normal wardrobe was a trench coat and such. <laughs> yeah, the optics are pretty bad on uh, senior year of high school me, certainly. <laughs> I'm, I'm not that far off, am I? <laughs> No, you're really did, not. Are, is, did, is, did you wear corpse paint in your class picture? Uh, I wish. Uh, that would have been <laughs> way better than whatever I did choose to do. Right. Uh, so, Adam, what about you? What was your, your gateway knife? Um, the original? Well, maybe the one that the... really sparked the knife uh, bug in you. I had a mini grip. Was it the mini grip for you 440C. Mine combo was D2. Edge. Definitely green scales. Was it was it coated as well? Mm-hmm. Mine was coated D two. I think it was a Cabela's exclusive or something. It was, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and it was out of D two, and I thought it was the the shit. And you know what's really funny? Um, it dulled really, really fast. That's funny because my Ritter, my mini Ritter grip, which I also thought was the fucking cock of the walk, was S thirty V. Damn. In two thousand eleven. It microchips so fucking bad. <laughs> like the it edge, all... the edge looked awful after doing anything with it. It's funny that you know HRC gate is happening now because. What do you they're... think those were back then? Yeah, seriously. Uh, <laughs> they just did whatever the fuck they wanted. They, I think that's really the the crux of it is they just put everything through the same heat treat and hope for the best. Just fuck it. Fuck it. Right. <laughs> yeah, that mini that Ritter mini grip uh, was. Was not that good, but it was my first one hundred dollar plus knife. So, but we'll we'll definitely give a shout out to Doug Ritter and Knife Rights, yeah, for all the good work that they do in the community. Absolutely, that. that's very I, cool. I think the first truly shitty knife. I don't know what like after I got into quote unquote good knives. I don't know if you guys ever experienced this one, the Buck Vantage Pro. I, I think I everyone the had Vantage one of those. Pro, yeah, I I think that was a pretty decent knife for the time. Uh, in theory, in execution, it was just donkey nuts, hundred percent. Oh my god! It's, it's the only knife I've ever had that rubbed when opening, like Ooh. with the pivot fully tightened. It I like what Buck is doing shit. now. Yes, I, absolutely. I, I feel like they're they're really uh, 
they're they're catching up and and doing some really cool stuff, especially for the money and things like that. I think it's everything Absolutely. looks pretty. I mean, some of them aren't the best looking, but I think they've come a long way since they've then. They've come a long way. Yeah. Yeah, that was the first knife I ever sent back to a manufacturer as well. Really? Came back exactly the same as when I sent it there. <laughs> they didn't the more do a things change, thing to the it. more they stay the same, right? <laughs> yep. Didn't do a single thing to oh, it. Oh, it's perfect now. Yeah, yep. we just put it right back in the box. Damn, it, that thing was a piece of shit. But it was USA made and like S30V and shit. I feel like it was maybe fifty dollars, which is yeah. unfathomable by I today's standards. I mean, nowadays standards. you can't think of anything like that. I mean, no, that's one one thing I noticed. Holy crap, we kind of had it good when you had no money. If you were in the thirty to fifty dollar range, you could get a bunch of like well made USA made knives from USA Kershaw. Made knives. Yeah, that's it was true. crazy. That's true. I, I think one of the standouts for me was the blur. Yes. That was one of the first uh that was uh, one of the first knives that I got that was like, wow, this thing is made really nice and really exceeded my expectations. Of course it was assisted and stuff. I eventually pulled the uh the torque uh the torque bar out of it. Is it yep. torque torque torsion yeah. bar? Torsion bar, I'm sorry, torque bar. That's the spinner. Which, oddly enough, <laughs> oddly enough, Arizona Custom Knives... Oh, no, is it Arizona Custom Knives? Hold on, I should tell you. Give me one second. They have a a torque bar still on their oh site. Oh, my God, that's a fucking throwback. What happened to for, that, dude? Oh, who the fuck cares? But hold on one second. <laughs> but they still... This is how out of touch, I think, some, or how hopeful a lot of a lot of people are at this point. Yeah, that guy probably fucking cashed out when those things were popular. Yeah, so it's like got Damascus and shit on it. <laughs> okay, it is on Eboss Haas. Oh, naturally. So he's got he has a torque bar with tritium and stuff in it for twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, G- good luck. Yeah, the I nicest hope way I can say that. You know, somebody will buy that maybe. Yeah, but well, that that what was, came what was I saying? Yeah, so the uh, blur, the blur, yeah. Yeah, that was a really cool knife. Uh, I still think it's kind of a cool knife, to be honest with you. You get a recurve blade, that really weird uh, thumb disc that has uh, that's profiled a little bit differently. Yeah, and you, no one does that anymore. No, the anodized scales, the anodized aluminum scales with the uh, with the skateboard tape yep. inserts, kind of like a Microtech uh, Socom Elite. I. Uh consulting my trusty spreadsheet i apparently got the kershaw blur in april 2013 this was a good one the it was cpm 154 with the carbon fiber inserts that was great so that was a later one yeah it was was a later one mine was 2000 i don't know 2011 2000 2010 2011 i think or whatever it was i miss the days of having to rush to the forums whenever a new kershaw came out to find out if you could de-assist it yeah right. That was like that was like, like oh big can you desist it? Oh big surprise! Is it gonna have a D ten hole? It, oh, it doesn't. It doesn't. Boo. Uh, the uh, the blur was Sandvik. Yeah, fourteen C. They had all those American made knives in fourteen C twenty eight N, which I still think is a good steal. It is. It's like a better than eight CR thirteen, and now you get eight CR thirteen knives for that price. And now we've gotten to the D two area. So yeah, I don't know. I think I prefer it to D two. Yeah, I, I love 14C28M. Like, the Kershaw Zing, I got that one in August of 2011. That's a great little knife, besides the weird striations on the blade. But it flipped well. And in 2011, Adam, nothing you, flipped well. Did you have a Kershaw blur? <clears throat> I gave away some at my wedding. Oh, that nice. That's a, that was a good knife for, the, for that era. I think so. Absolutely. I still have mine. I uh, If they came out with a new one uh, that had, like, I don't know, little higher end materials i wouldn't mind it i always hate i always hated that they did the uh 
the fancier versions in the flat grind as opposed to the hollow grind. I just never wasn't knew as that. Good. Yeah, the hollow grind on the standard versions was a better better grind. I wonder. Just I think altogether. mine is hollow ground. I can't yeah. remember. The old ones. The old ones are. are I had a bead ground. blasted blade too, which I thought was kind of neat. That scratched was scratched up, but it always looked good. Anyway. That's all Kershaw did back in the day. Yeah. Oh, I, I remember feeling thing. like a real fucking spelunker when I found a Kershaw Storm Two on eBay. Mm. That knife was made in 2005. I got it in 2011. I was like, damn, this is this is like when Indiana Jones finds the Holy Grail. <laughs> I got it. Kali Ma. Okay, that's a, that's Temple of Doom, but you know. The Kershaw Storm was a cool, a cool-looking knife. It's a little uh, mall ninja if you if you uh, Google it. I can't but picture it. It was really old, like before either of us started collecting. Um, it was very recurvy, very Ken Onion-y. Uh, Kershaw Storm. Yeah, heavy on the recurve. The fourteen seventy. And oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. With the, did you, was yours black or stainless? It was stainless with the grip tape inserts. I still think that's a pretty cool knife. I think that could be modernized really well. Yeah, that actually is an awesome design. I would really not mind seeing Ken Onion Who, bring, bring that one back. That, that's a Ken Onion design, too? Oh, yeah. That kind of recurve you only get oh, with, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, with Ken. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that thing. Well, they're in stock in a lot of places still for 40 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, it's a... Uh, wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> Those are ancient. Yeah, you can still get them. Oh. Hey, I might yeah. take a trip down memory lane. Yeah, my, oh wait, no, I'm lying to you. It's sold out. Yeah, that's what I figured. I'm sure you could probably. F- that's the kind of knife you find in like a flea market now. Like one that one old guy who has a glass table filled with knives that he bought 40 years ago. That would be half of half of Blade Show. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. Derivative. Derivative. Oh, Jake's yeah, gonna perfect. be so mad he missed that because yeah. he's apparently gone. He's rebooting. Another weird thing that I did was apparently the first knife I spent like over almost $200 on was a bunch of Himalayan imports like kukris and shit. Like what was I, I doing that. with those? I, I didn't even want to say the names of those things. What, what was I doing with those? One was called like the Durder or whatever it was. <laughs> the Durder. That's the one I gave to uh, Advanced Knife Bro. Shout out to Advanced oh, Knife Bro. Yeah. Um, but I honestly have no idea why I bought all of those. I, what was I going to do with them? Because you were the edgiest edge lord. I would like to go back in time and ask me what I was thought I was going to be doing with us. What the <laughs> fuck? There it is. I was waiting for it. <laughs> I had to add it. <laughs> yeah, those, that was a weird trend. Another weird trend I've identified in my previous purchasing. I used to be really into tomahawks. Like, why the fuck was I buying custom-made tomahawks in 2012? That's, I don't know. Because edgiest awesome. edge lord. I still think that tomahawks are kind of cool, but... Oh, they are cool, but like to resurrect a very old joke of ours, not really into tree shit. Like, what did I need all these tomahawks and gigantic fixed blades for? What was I doing? Let's be <laughs> they honest. They fit under your trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it worked for Mila Jovovich in that Resident Evil movie where she had the two kukris. Can we just put something out there? Nothing worked in the Resident Evil movies. What? They're making a Netflix show of it. Adam, <laughs> you, liked suicide, a- you liked Suicide Squad. I cannot take your your opinion on action movies seriously you're telling me after seeing resident evil 18 you didn't want two kukris that you hid under your trench coat <laughs> it didn't make any sense i i mean i don't yes, care it was still supposed to make sense i mean i mean for but, but seriously did you guys ever play resident evil video games i did not actually they're japanese nonsense and they still make a lot more sense than that movie ever did i think you're really like not you're looking past the two kukris yeah. and the trench coat thing 
I, th- I think you might be overthinking this. The whole, the movie whole, the whole here. thing. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Actually, you want to hear Edge Lord knife? Oh, sorry, I interrupted you. <laughs> no, you didn't. Please tell me your Edge Lord knife because I have the ultimate Edge Lord knife that I want badly. Okay, 2012 this is, this Kershaw Talon Two. <laughs> Wait, what was it? I bought the Kershaw Talon 2 in 2012. Oh, it was an yeah. assisted folder that was just a Hawkbill. That was re-released as a ZT. It was. That they is correct. Lo- they thought the quality was so- that damn good that they stamped the ZT logo on it. And you know what? I kind of dig it. Yeah, I, that's another one where I was like, I wouldn't mind having that one back. Yep. I was confused. I was like, is it the same knife? It is the exact same knife. Just an S30V. Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? They changed the steel yep. as well? Yep. Hmm. Didn't know that. Yep, that's it. But the uh, the edgiest edgelord knife right now, in my opinion, is by ADV Tactical and Reich, and oh, it's that uh, yeah. giant Persian made of uh, made of uh, old HR Giger statues. It looks like a rib cage. I yeah. fucking love it. I want it. I have to agree. Yeah, it I don't looks know why incredibly I want well it. machined. Uh, it has to be. Look at that. It's an integral. It's a you know a crazy design. I mean, it's kind of ugly but also awesome yeah you know it's one of those things you would never like carry but it's one that he flips while listening to five finger death punch <laughs> that's that's your band not mine yikes don't even try and turn that stuff on me yeah oh, i'm sorry it's the I'm kind of knife metal you, you, enough for it's you it's the kind of it's the kind of knife you flip while watching suicide squad that's straight jorts music. I like Suicide Squad. What's wrong uh, with Suicide Squad? It was. It's the most phoned-in superhero movie of all time. Yeah, Garbage. because superheroes are so realistic. No, I didn't say realistic. I said phoned-in. Spider-Man Three. I understand. <laughs> you want to argue Spider-Man, about Spider-Man? 3? Spider-Man. Okay, Spider-Man Three is better than Suicide Squad. What about the Eric Banner no. of the Hulk? No. Oh, uh, I actually didn't. I mean, at that time, that wasn't a bad movie. Wait. It was a terrible movie. You remember when Edward fucking Norton was the Hulk? Yeah, well, he that, was better. They, yes, he well, actually was. They wanted Edward Norton to continue through that, but Edward Norton said, nah. <laughs> that is actually so unfortunate. He would have been great. Yeah, it is. Yeah, he's better because he's Edward Norton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, I, mean, guess Edward, I, I guess fuck I Eric Bana. <laughs> Eric Bana. I mean, I liked that movie when it came out. Again, that's early 2000s. You didn't expect anything out of a superhero movie, and it was halfway decent. But you uh, like The Boys. The Boys. Probably one of the best shows I've watched in a long time. And I'm and Jake is probably I made him watch it, he watched it all in a day as well. You know, because he's Fantastic. been working on that shop so well. <laughs> you wanna hear a wild segue? Uh yes. speaking of something that was big and green, the Benchmade seven fifty five mini pocket rocket designed by Sean, uh mm. Siebert. Shane mm-hmm. Siebert. Shane Siebert, yeah. Why do you have a spreadsheet of all your knowledge? Because I got a lot of free time, man. <laughs> I have a lot of free time. He is the most left-brain person I know. I'm the rain man of knives over here. I'm taking it away from Jake. I'm kind of you're, a buy-high. definitely earning that. I kind of buy-high, sell low. So if I kept up with all this, it would depress me. <laughs> yeah, the, seven, yeah right. that, the mini pocket rocket was, um, how do we say, not good? Yes, it was. It's. I mean, I like the design. I like the custom. I liked it. I don't know. The Benchman was just like. Yeah. And My you know what? They did Benchman. a dual action one, a gold class. Was, yeah, no, that was the big one. This it's is the small one. This was the big chode. Well, small chode. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I don't like that. One Benchman. They still they make a small Shane Siebert now. It's even Don't smaller. they? They make a. They, they make an yeah, even Yeah, they make the micro one pocket now, right? rocket, but Adam, you were saying. That thing, that thing looks terrible. 
Yes. I can't. We'll I can't imagine. We'll just let him go. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. I can't imagine why anyone would want that thing. <laughs> the Benchmade Ruckus was my favorite Benchmade. Oh shit! That was a nice. Ruckus. Nice. Yeah. And now they're like six hundred dollars. Is that the Neil Blackwood one? Yes. That was a cool night. What happened to Neil Blackwood? His uh, customs are still out there. Yeah. Aren't they? Uh, maybe. He's still extremely talented. I don't. Yeah, he made. <laughs> Who knows? I had. Uh, I picked up a new old stock Benchmade uh, mini skirmish, which was another design from mm. Neil Blackwood. Yes. The frame lock, apparently in March 2014. <laughs> that was a good knife. I actually regret selling that one. I, I, I bought a I, mini skirmish. Oh, tip Jake. down carry. Yeah. It was tip down. Yeah, that was unfortunate. But, you know, now I know yeah. talented people who could retap it. Jake and I had a Benchmade uh, kick for a little bit. I had bought the Adamas Fixed Blade when that came out. And I thought it was the Shiznit. We still have it. Yeah, it's right next to me. <laughs> you know, those are, they still sell that thing, and it's still like a hundred and some dollars in a lot of places. It's crazy. Yep. Yeah, I had some pretty bad Benchmades in this list. Uh, y'all remember oh. the 53 Mangus? The Marlowe EDC Balasong? No. Exactly. No, no, no one remembers that one. <laughs> I also nope. had the nope. uh, <laughs> what, the Bone Collector series. Do you remember those? Yeah, their old hunting yeah. line. With I the, had. You remember the, large, the red box? Oh, yeah, that's came, old. But I still have the Bone Collector. Really? Is oh, is yeah, that your truck, truck knife? It is my truck <laughs> knife. Truck yeah, knife. it is the truck. It's still and it's moved from truck to truck, which is crazy. Yeah, hopefully yeah. it'll be. There's a an there's an auto ruckus you can buy now. Yeah, yeah. They, the, the ruckus has continued for like. Un, the generations have continued unbroken for many years, but now it's a yeah, it's an auto. Well, well you have a trademark name. Blackwood. I don't think the ruckus is Blackwood. I think it's maybe they did what they did to Doug Ritter and steal his design, but slightly oh, yeah, change maybe. it. Maybe mm, that might be true. I'm not going down that road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a bad. Let's not do that. Mm. Oh, here's a weird one: Microtech Whale Shark. I love that knife. Uh, I wanted I wanted one so bad. Dude, I found like an old video where I was like, this is the best flipper I own. That knife was the slowest fucking flipper in the world. Was it just a flaccid it, sort it of It opened like, at the same speed that like the earth rotates. It I was had just on bearing so it felt smooth. <laughs> Spider Co Domino. Oh, that <laughs> came la- that was later. That was later. Yeah, yeah my, my whale shark was good 2012. Flipper. Not a good flipper. Mine flipped. Well, the Domino was about that time period too. Yeah, no. 2012. 2010. Really? Because yeah, I got the Domino when it came out. I loved it. It just, but at that time, it seemed like a great flipper because there were no real flippers except yes. for a hinderer. Right, just like the, right. the Spyderco Southern was uh, when apparently that I came out. I saw someone post their Southern up the other day. I was like, how the hell does someone still have a Southern? There's Everyone like thought that knife was awesome. <laughs> There's like 65 custom knife makers that started out modifying Southern. That literally started their career based on <laughs> modifying Southern. Did I remember? And they did <laughs> fantastic work. Yeah, a lot of them turned out. Kevin nice. Smock. Kevin Smock is basically the the poster child for I modified some Southerns. Yeah, he's probably still got some that he hasn't uh, done yet. But congratulations he also got on the nuptials. Yeah. He got married, so congratulations, uh, Kevin Smock. Your wedding gift Ooh. is that we forget about all of the unfinished Southern mini Southern orders. Yeah. Yes. But the Southern was a real piece of shit. Like that in January 2013, when I first got it, I thought it was a revelation. And it was it expensive was like, too, wasn't it? It was like 260 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And it flipped terribly by modern standards. Mm. But it was on bearing, so like we thought it was the shit. Why were the handles asymmetric? Why? So, uh, I don't know. So my first 
expensive <laughs> knife, and I think you had one on your list as well, Dave, was the, the ZT-0350TS. Oh, yeah. I got the Tiger Strike. Tiger Strike. December 2012, Dark Times. And I still have mine. No way. I still have mine. Dude, that's the uh, picture that started the tactical shits. Jake and I, Jake uh, and I, yeah, I also, we 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 put a texture on the G10 handles. <sighs> it is a combo edge, and I think we deassisted it at one point and then reassisted it. <laughs> that's not <laughs> as disgusting as the Zero Tolerance 200 I had. It was hideous. Let me send that. Jake one to had a, has has a Zero Tolerance 200 still. I do. I still I like still the 300 it. though. That's just, I'm, I got out of the assisted thing, so I couldn't, I couldn't really do the 300. The de-assisted 300 is made for taking out grizzly bears. It it's is, a big boy. It really is. That thing was like eight, out, fa- eight and a half I ounces. I love it. Yeah, it's but cool I knife. love it. I can appreciate it now. At the time, it sort of didn't really do it for me. But I liked my, uh, my O350 so much, the knife I bought after that was also a ZT O350. Which but it was it? the lim- the limited edition orange. Oh, Ooh. I had the composite blade one apparently. Ooh, yeah, yeah. with Ooh. like the shark fin welding. Yep, yep. Didn't they make oh. one where they shaved off the top of the of the knife as the well? The three sixty. Yeah, what SKD. The f- what the hell? It was for stabbing people better or some oh, shit. It literally sense. was for stabbing people better. That's actually that makes sense. Yeah, that was a weird knife. I uh, if you have one of those still, shout out to you crazy person yeah one of the first knives that made me go fucking crazy was actually one that jake showed me through a blade forum post before i was a member of blade forums uh it was an italian knife can you guys guess what it was jake i bet you remember line steel sr1 i do Mm, close go ahead jake what it was it wait Uh, oh yeah that was a joke i suppose uh it was it would be a gtc airborne no Dude, An Italian-made it, knife. Wait, no, 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 I'm sorry. I saw the picture of the GTC, and I got completely off track. Uh, what GTC? Nope. Where are you seeing a picture of a GTC, bro? Oh, I'm in, it was the I'm Lion Steel. It was I'm the in Lion my old knife photos. Oh, okay. It was the Lion Steel tie spine. I think that's what it's yeah, called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought oh, that was the most gorgeous knife that ever knifed. You're not wrong. It was very nice. It's a, yeah. still a pretty knife. I you know what? I kind of wouldn't mind owning one now. Jake had one for a while, and it kind of mm-hmm. sucked uh, by today's standards. But I think they still make it, and they remade it under a different brand, too. I think it's still as pretty as ever. It's still a gorgeous knife. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I still wouldn't mind that. The, was The before, during, and after photos of the integralness of it are still very cool. Mm-hmm. still like that. And it was L Max. Jake and I, Jake, do you remember freaking out in your living room about how amazing LMAX sounded? Not as much as, as Maximit, but I guess... We Maximit like came so much later, it's not even funny. Yeah. I'm talking like 2011, us sitting in, in your living room, before children. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that would definitely be before children. BC. Living room BC. <laughs> <laughs> But either way, I still think that's one of the more gorgeous knives that ever came out of Italy. That was a very pretty. I mean, for to Lion Steel's credit, they they make pretty knives. And I saw the price. And I was like, I'll never own that. It's three hundred and fifty dollars. I don't think I can ever do that. For sure. Uh, 
I will say that one knife that I actually kind of want back, and this is going to be sacrilege, is a lion mm. steel SR1, the nothing fancy edition mm. with the purple aluminum handles and the satin mm. blade that had the Bowie clip point. That's Gear actually a pretty bro. cool knife. I kind of want that. I kind of want it back. I had yeah, it both in black it's... and in satin. You want to swing that podcast dick the... at, the... Yeah. at the TMP <laughs> project? Fancy, yeah. You have the Bear Grylls Gerber also? <laughs> no. I don't know why, but I, like, I liked it because it was purple. Um, it just was unfortunately associated with nothing fancy. All but, right. That, that makes me think of another thing. What's the most embarrassing knife you ever bought? Uh, the first custom I ever got. What was that? Uh, Jake Hobeck A10. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that, the lock, lock geometry was fucked on it. I actually sent it to Alex Dietz. Of disappearing with people's money fame, oh, yeah. and he actually so was the one that was like, where it went. he was like, yeah, there's something really wrong with the lock here. Uh, I think you should send it back to him. So he actually returned the knife to me, and I sent it back to Jake Hoback. Can you believe well, I actually last, had a good it was experience? One less thing for him to actually do. So there you go. <laughs> I had a good experience with Alexander Deeds back yeah. in the day, which is crazy. Uh, yeah, that's the most embarrassing, expensive knife I bought at that time. I mean, okay, Adam, what was your most embarrassing knife that you purchased where it was like, this is just a pile of crap? doesn't have to be expensive, doesn't have to be anything, but you got it and you're like, what have I done? What was it? Can you think of one? There's been, oh, <clears throat> there's one I ground in half and threw in the woods. <laughs> uh, that was recent, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't talk about that one yet. I'm talking about way I'm, back when. I'm not. I don't want to mess up your future uh, sponsors. The uh, I don't know. What, I can uh, you can tag me in. I got another terrible one in the hopper, ahead, ready to go. HTM Gunhammer got it for Christmas. Ooh. It was assisted. Ooh. The assist was so strong, it developed lock rock in like four flips from just the Damn. from the pins just getting bent from the force did, of did it you opening. Still, I, is that the one that went back to no? No, that was no, the that custom. Was a custom. That was a custom. The custom. No, this was a production uh, gun hammer. Damn. And the spring was so strong in the assist that it literally gave itself lock rock. In, it self-destructed uh, in like four flips. It was truly legendary shit. That's pretty bad. <laughs> it was, was the, bad. Uh, the Quaken from Quartermaster. Okay. All right. It that is really, pretty terrible. Uh, mm. like it, it wasn't worthy of being shit on. I think like, mine was also a quartermaster or two. I, think I had I, a quartermaster. I two quartermasters. Some of them were okay. Yeah, I had one that wasn't actually that bad, admittedly. One of them, both of the ones I had were, were bad. Um, and I also sent it, one of them back to quartermaster only for them to send it back with the exact same problem. Oh, oh absolutely. I did the exact same thing. I sent yeah. one to them. Two weeks later, it comes back. And it is the exact same knife. They didn't even... I don't even think they opened the box. No, I don't think they did. <laughs> it was fantastic. Nice. I, uh... To their hidden facility. I can't believe how long I deluded myself about Emerson's. Like, I kept buying Emerson's up until, like, 2015. What was wrong with me? But I didn't I anyone know. step in at that time. I didn't have any, there I didn't have any peers. There is definitely some collectability to certain Emerson's, though. Also, the prices were not that bad back in the as day. As long as they're not made, it's not just the blank from the World Trade Center. A Mini Commander was like $120 back when yeah. I bought one. That was not unheard of. No. I that's... always liked the Super Commander. Yeah. I thought it was a cool knife. I like the design. 
uh, yeah, I got these. These were much cheaper back in the day. Also, I don't, I don't think we've ever really criticized Ernie Emerson's designs. No, the designs are great. Yeah. It's the other parts that aren't designing a knife where it yes. kind of falls apart. Jake, I know you've had some embarrassing knives. What was yours? I, I, I mean, first first and foremost, recommending a quartermaster. I cert, I'm certainly guilty of that. <laughs> you definitely <laughs> did before that. Before we knew. Before, dark days. <laughs> yeah, in the dark ages. Uh, most embarrassing is definitely going to be a clone. Uh, I'm not as guilty as, as Dave in this category. I, I guess I would say like a Spyderco clone, like a military, that I eventually I that. ended up just putting to the grinder, to the 1 by 30 grinder. Um, I, the, biggest, the fondest memory I have of your knife collection, Jake, is the... The Spyderco Tenacious that you had with the partially serrated and OD green uh, G10 that you told me was incredibly special because it was a sprint run. Oh, yeah. I believe, yeah, you. that was like, oh, man, that's a cool Spyderco. And then, he, and then I, I realized that he ground all the serrations off <laughs> into this weird profile. And, Terrible. Uh, and then uh, painted nail polish all over it and then put it into the into the ferric chloride. Man, what the yeah, fuck? That, yeah. that might have been the last time I, I tried to like, talk my wife into, like, playing the knife game. Like, here, Whatever it's, that it's is. nail polish. You can paint the nail polish on. It'll be something we do together. Oh, yeah. Also, <laughs> oh, I'm sure that was the long, first and last time. You can tell that was a long time ago, because I have definitely given up since then. Yeah. On every everything, not just that, but, you know. That is true. Uh, so that's but pretty I, bad. That, but that's what led to uh, Whiskey Pickle Knife, yeah. for those of us who have been listening and following for a long time. You know. mm-hmm. Let's see. What, are the, what other gems we got in here? Is it uh, embarrassing how many 801s Levon had? Y- yes, I want to hear about this. So, so, so very many 801s. The ZT 801. I yeah. had, yeah, I mean, I had the original when it came out. Mm-hmm. And then, like, five more? Six more? No, every every conceivable version of it, I think. Okay, well, let me think about this. So uh, I, I got the first with one at least came... four. So I had the the original when it came out, and I sent that to Smock Knives to uh, pimp with the classic and satin flats and the satin anodized. flats and some anodizing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He didn't satin the flats. We sat in the flats ourselves. Whoa! So he had anodized. The, the handle's like this denimy blue, like almost barely put any, you know, anodizing on it. Um, bronze the screws, and and uh, I think, no, he didn't do anything to the blade. So he sent that back. Uh, actually, we <laughs> traded because he's like, I have one here that's already done. How about I send it to you and, I'll, and you send me yours? I was like, fine. It happened. It worked out. Um, when the... Black ZT801 was announced. I got one of those. Uh, and then I had the Sprint Run... Not Sprint Run. The What do you call it? The Limited Edition Copperhead version. That was a nice and, one. And I had the S110V version. That's a lot of 801s. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I like the design that much. I had uh, a exclusive Will Moon mod ZT801. That thing was a disaster mm. after I finally got it, which was difficult enough in and of itself it came with a free angry phone call from will moon so that was a pretty sick bonus why why did you get an angry phone call (laughs) because i posted on instagram i was like hey look at how this knife is none of the things i asked for 
Wow. <laughs> yep. So the, the free the free angry phone call was included, uh, and uh, yeah, that was that was my first eight hundred one. So that was exciting. <laughs> uh, I started getting into like uh, that was like the first over one hundred and fifty dollar knot knife i bought i think it was 190 dollars when they came it out. it was probably the best flipper ever made at that point at oh it was 100 there was nothing that nothing compared it. to it yeah. yeah nothing touched it yeah i pre-ordered it when when it after it was announced Dude, i remember, remember that jake i had emails about the pre-orders in my yeah. uh in my inbox yeah i still kind of think that's a cool knife but i mean it's as ubiquitous as any knife Dude, it might be their yeah. longest running knife at this point because I besides so. the 300 series because uh, they still have that one model of it right now. Mm-hmm. The TI or whatever they yeah. call it. Which is sort of misleading because they're all TI. They are. But that, yeah, you know what? The 801 certainly has legs. Uh, a yeah. weird ZT, uh, I think you also had one of these, uh, Levon. CVCF? Yeah, the 0560 CVCF with the S110V composite blade. That was a, a, I still think that's a... That's an attractive knife. knife. And I think that's a really cool knife. I still do. I don't have it anymore. I but. don't either. That thing was a very lethargic flipper, but like, which is really impressive. It tempted me for a long time. I woke up in the middle of the night thinking of that night. Yeah, I uh, was really. I trade. I forget what I think. I traded a blur. Uh, no, not a blur. I traded an SNG for it, if I remember correctly. I got mine from Kershaw guy. Damn. Yeah, you got yours direct. That was a. That was a cool. One. I always wanted a Kershaw thirty six hundred volt, like the first mm. production knife with M three ninety. Had the composite blade. It was M390 on the edge and D2 on the spine, if I remember correctly. CPM D2. It was an RJ Martin design. I still like the look of that knife. Yeah, that's not I remember. Bad. I still want one. Jake and I both had uh, Kershaw grooves. Oh, yeah, that's another old RJ Martin mm-hmm. design. Yeah, that was an unassisted flipper. Um, Jake had the Tanto version, which flipped infinitely better than my drop point version. Um, I still have mine, believe it or not. R.J. Martin had a lot of Kershaw collabs back in the day. He had probably, like, at least five or six. Mm-hmm. Damn. He still, I mean, and some of them I think they still make. Uh, maybe the Chill? The chill I'm trying to remember. I think that's pretty, uh, but that's the like Zing a classic Walmart knife now. Yeah. The Zing was an R.J. Martin. That was a great, not a great little uh, Kershaw back in the day. Damn, I missed that one. I want uh, my Zing back. <laughs> I think you can still get a zing. And uh, Jake had a ripcord. Yeah, that was gonna. That was I definitely on my. On I have to Google mentions. that one. Go Google Kershaw ripcord. That was a weird freaking knife. Yeah. We'll wait. E- oh. Yeah, I have vague memories design. of this thing. Yeah. What What is that it? That was a cool one. Is it like it an had a, OTF? It, had a, it, it was an OTF that didn't have a spring. You it had a sheath or a button. sort of or a button. It had a sheath. That when you pulled the knife out of the sheath, it deployed the knife. Okay, that's that is kind of silly, but I also kind of like it. It is a little bit cool. It also had a uh, a DLC coated polished blade. Wow. Yeah, yeah it, it did. Was like that, there was your options for polished DLC were were Rockstead or or that the Kershaw ripcord. Oh shit! It. Yeah, it was super nice looking. Oh my god. Yeah. It, it you was, don't have it anymore, it right, knife. Jake? No, that. Yeah, that, that's what I was saying. It, was, it would be on my list of ones that I wish I kept. Damn, Kershaw did some really cool shit back in the day. That yeah, is, that's I, so weird I to think agree. about that they made knives like that, and now, you know, most of their stuff is, is budget models, and they moved all the this kind of mm. stuff to ZT. 
But that is just such a yeah. weird knife, but I can't believe they made it. <laughs> Damn. It, and, it is a weird one. And I, there hasn't been anything quite like it since. No, absolutely not. I the mean, closest thing I can think of is, is John Gray's new custom Gravitron. <laughs> that's just a straight gravity knife. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's 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 a cool one. I uh, mm-hmm. I would love to actually see one of those in person, but I bet they're probably pretty expensive right now. That seems like something that would... Uh, I, I honestly think you can probably get one. Probably not too expensive. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it's it's not something that is, I think, sought after. It's, it's, it's an oddball, but it's not something that people are actively looking for. Yeah, true. That's kind of a little piece of history. Let I'm me trying see. to think what else I uh, may have... Uh, Stuff I got rid of that... I, you know what's weird? I don't sell that much stuff, to be honest with you. I keep a lot of things. I did sell off a lot of my ZT collection. I kept some, but a lot of the limited edition stuff I kind of sold off. Because there was a, a period of time where I wasn't carrying them. And they were in demand, so I figured they were better off going off to people that really wanted them. Dude, the 454 is one that I regret selling. Oh, that is that was, a, that was up there. I but, still think that, that is... Probably one of the best production knives. It flips so well. It was a great knife. It was so cool. With I've, that I've triple composite blade sort yeah. of situation. $500. Yeah, Dimitri. And you know what? That seems very reasonable when it came out. I was absolutely bugging in 2013, 2014. That, that knife was like the cost of my rent, and I bought it. <laughs> what was I doing? I, I mean, I had three triple sevens at one point. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I did uh, send that photo to the group. That yeah, it's, I mean, that's a classic photo, but uh, I, you can tell where my mind state was in like winter 2013 to spring January 2014. Not leaving the house. Just buying lots of knives, trying to yeah. make myself happy with knives. Yeah, that's, that's really, I mean, it's no different than today when you think about it. No, it was crazy. I was spending so much money that I did not have uh, on knives. It's, it's, it was, that's when shit really took off with my collection nice. and probably formed the bulk of it. Like when I got my Tycoon. The Brian Ty Tycoon. Mm. I saw the email. He was like, oh, yeah, I'll have that done in two weeks. When I emailed him about the clear blue. And the knife was done two weeks later. It was kind of awesome. That is neat. Yeah. <laughs> That's about the time that I ordered the Typhoon from Brian. <clears throat> yeah, probably. Wow. Yeah. Time. That was my Brian first time. custom. Damn, I beat actually... you to customs. with my. You de- you de- but I definitely won. Yes, you absolutely did. <laughs> One I didn't talk about is I had an uh, Andre Van Heerden M38. Oh, how was that? Custom from bad. South African maker. Uh, it was it was really great, except for you know my luck with custom knives. Like it eventually <laughs> developed some luck slip. Mm-hmm. I sold it as is, uh, and someone sent it to Andre. Is probably very happy with it. But That's good. That was a nice knife. How about a, you, Adam? What else you got? First custom. Um, I don't know. Uh, you're a fabulous guest. Did I ever tell you that? <laughs> I've owned so many knives, and this, I don't keep anything. What's the you first custom knife them. that you can think of? Um, Poltergeist Works. Which one did... Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah, I had like three or four of them, but they were all purchased secondary. I, I yeah, also got one what? on secondary. I take that back. I had a Gen 1 Hinderer before that. Holy shit. Mm. Yeah, that was... Basically custom. Yeah, and it was basically was... the fireman's knife, so I guess that makes well, sense. Well, that one I didn't get from him. I got from, like, USN or something. Gotcha. I mean, I've had so many knives. It's true. <laughs> to this day, you have a, a lot of knives. 
Can we, should we take a break real quick and talk about some modern knives that I'm that uh, have come in? Sure. Uh, I got a new Kaiser today. Uh, shout out to Kaiser. Thank you again for your for your sponsorship goodness. Um, it is the Jared Price. Uh, I don't know what it's called. Is it the little friction folder? It's a it's a it's a detent uh, slip joint basically. Oh, yeah. I just so saw that similar- one just randomly show up at dealers. So it's just a, uh, it's like a, like the Black Star. Yeah. Um, it's hefty. There's no internal milling. Uh, it's, uh, but it's nice. It's is a it the beefy... zip slip? Or is this newer than no. zip slip? The zip slip this is came in today. Vanino. Oh, okay. The, the zip slip is an actual uh, slip joint. This is a, a, a detent slip joint. So it's got like the, just the detent open, detent closed. Uh it's got a big top flipper sort of situation. Um, Jared Price is a custom maker, a young guy. Uh, makes some really decent knives. Uh, Killer Steel. He's been around for a while now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, About Jordan, a decade. Yeah. Jordan uh, has one of his custom knives, and I got to handle it, and it's, it's actually pretty damn good. It's how he's been his... around a while, you said? Yeah, I, <clears throat> it was like 2000. I remember probably 2009 2010 when i was trying to get a he was just making friction folders and starting to make uh frame locks at that time and he had like a geo cities website it was pretty nice. sweet and uh then all of a sudden did it know. play a midi version of the degeneration <laughs> x theme song because <laughs> that's the only way that that would be cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> I told my son today, I'm sorry, today I asked him if he had his flux capacitor on the way going to school, and he's like, what's a flux what? capacitor for? And I said, it's, it's, ask what your teacher. Time, it's what makes time travel possible, son. <laughs> he just stared at me. That's I'm great. Sorry. That's my day. That's... Nice. <clears throat> but yeah, Jerry also... Price has been around a while. Yes. I also got the, uh, the mass drop. Uh, not mass drop. I'm sorry. Drop, formerly mass oh. drop. Uh, Terzola. What is it called? It's that. Anag- it's the the ATCF. ATCF. The, so the it's a classic Terzola design. Um, it's very nice. Uh, it's got the thumb disc and the flipper, titanium liner lock. Uh, comes in a bunch of different uh, specs. The one I got is probably not my favorite spec for that knife because you pay a little extra for the satin blade. It's Wee Knife producing. The satin is better than it used to be from them, uh, but you get the carbon fiber and uh, the bronze titanium. I actually really like the standard G10 ones. They come in like a coyote brown, which is like a burnt orange G10 and a blue, and they have like a working finish on them, and they're around the $159 price point. I think that's a really good deal for that Tanto. Yeah, I think that's that's the model to go with. Yeah, I, if, if you're going to get one, I would skip the silver twill i would skip the regular carbon fiber and go for the one that's at the 159 price point and i think you'd be pretty happy with it when you which will probably be you know months from now silver twill is a lot i uh yeah. can't it say might be silver carbon fiber or whatever they call it i don't know what it is but it's it, got this it used to be twill. called silver tw- silver twill mm-hmm. uh not not my favorite ma- handle material it's different i'm sure it's going to be the one that a lot of people go for just because it looks shiny but True. I, if if I'm giving you my opinion, I would go with the blue or coyote brown G10. I think those look really good. 
Slicey Dicey uh, on YouTube actually got the blue one, and I think that's probably the one I would go with if I was purchasing one. Nice. Yeah. I'm trying to think, what else am I getting? Uh, Fanatic Edge is sending me one of the new... Uh, I wanted to purchase one at Blade Show, uh, but I wanted it in purple. So Fanatic Edge was kind enough to to uh, purplefy one of the Chavez Ultramar. What's it called, Adam? What's that model it's called? It's the 229. Yeah, the bigger the one. 229. Yeah, the big guy. So I'm excited to get that. Um, Once they do those with a carbon fiber front scale, I'm all over it. You're getting one <laughs> of those. It's yeah. very good. Yeah, they're very cool. They're Riot produced, you know, so. Yeah. It's very good. I imagine uh, a carbon fiber front scaled one will not be far off absolutely. since that's what they did with the, the smaller one. Um, we gave some feedback to uh, Terrain365. I forgot to tell you guys this. I was talking to um, uh, you know, Jeremiah at PVK who was kind enough to send us that sample to, to take a look at. Um, they're working on uh, the feedback was given to them. There, It looks kind of cool that they're really interested in the feedback and putting that into a revision of the model at some point so we're going to see like maybe lighter scales maybe differences in thumb studs things like that because i really did like that uh that model in the dendritic cobalt nice that's cool jake sent a pic oh jake sent a picture of what to uh, of uh some of your old zt801s but i forgot the the tilt is in there and you had a tilt i did have a tilt and that tilt was interesting because uh jeff of tough knives fame actually yeah. made a scale for that knife. is it bad that i recognize that he's the one that made that scale because that one knife was very recognizable <laughs> that's a yeah, small shit it used to be actually, back in the day you know who i you know who i bought it from if you can tell me who i bought it from i'd be really impressed uh, uh i want to say uh i go for it i bet i bet i'll recognize it when you say it uh so I don't know. I can't remember what his name is now. He's Carlos. He's Fresno GTX nineteen sixty. Oh yeah, that guy's been around for a while. He has an amazing collection. Yeah. Probably, probably my favorite knife collection on on Instagram. He's got all those Marlos. Yep. Uh, but I bought it from him, uh, and he always gave me a fair price. Anything I ever bought from him, I got it a very good price. I think I paid like four hundred bucks or something for that knife. Uh, and uh, I had it for a while, and that thing, by today's standards, is an amazing flipper. That yeah. thing flipped great. That's a... It's a weird shaped knife, basically a gigantic utility knife. Uh, very cool. The very lock cool bar knife. was like a right angle. Yep, and it was kind of in right angle, which was really and cool. And the li- the the liner on the carbon fiber side had tilt written, uh, actually milled out in the in the frames it was pretty interesting yeah i miss i miss the premium kershaw's they're they're so different from what zt does that's why I they're think so that cool was, i think that was pre-zt though it was right? yeah and then was. there was another one they did just before the zt line launched was it a tim galleon design it, the one that looked like the had the bomber on it basically they did that one that, that was the that. junkyard dog the junkyard, yeah, it was junkyard dog, and then there was another one. I feel like was it an R.J. Martin? There's the there's the 3600 volt. They always had I think four digit numbers. The ridiculous. The high end, the high end one. It there was, was a speed really... form. Is speed that the way? form. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> sounded like fucking Frank Reynolds. Uh, yeah, the, the speed the, form. They made a production version of the speed form, but the limited edition one was was pretty slick. Yeah, it had wasn't... the LMAX. Uh, yeah. Edge with the D two spine, 
uh-huh. the, the CNC ha- uh, yeah. titanium handles. I, yep. I remember searching for one in my obsessive uh, Kershaw days. What was damn what MSRP two fifty? Yeah, that's and they so came sad. Out and and everybody was like, "Oh my god, it's so expensive." Now it's just like, "I want that." <laughs> I think the 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 tilt was two hundred bucks. I think the tilt was more. I think the tilt was like three hundred or four hundred. The tilt was expensive. Was it? Yeah, oh yeah. The tilt was not the okay. I'm an idiot. The tilt was two twenty. Holy yeah, I shit! Had a tilt. Yeah, I figured it was pretty low. And it was Vanax seventy five. The blade. Like, yeah, when, when has another knife been made of Vanax seventy five? Jake, I ha- I still have everything in that that second picture you sent. I ha- I still have my uh, Zombie Tech, uh, SOCOM Delta. Uh, I think we've yeah. talked about it on other yeah. episodes I, of the podcast. I sent that one in case we were still talking about embarrassing decisions like uh, with <laughs> Advanced that, Knife Bro. Advanced Knife Bro always makes fun of the zombie theme stuff. <laughs> yeah, but even when I bought it, it was sort of tongue-in-cheek. It wasn't because yeah. I was like, oh my god, let's go get some zombies. Um, well, that, oh. that is a photo oh my... of all zombie-themed items. Oh, yeah. oh my dear lord. My speed form boner is completely gone. Have Why? you ever seen the pocket clip? I can't remember. It is a milled clip that is tipped down and threads into the pivot. N- no. It's truly horrific. <laughs> Let me send this to you guys. I never saw the other side of this knife. Holy crap. You know what? I still kind of want it. Nope. Nope. I, I want one. 2009 American Made Knife of the Year. Damn, that was way before we even got... I mean, not oh, way yeah, before. That was two years before we started collecting. It threads into the pivot? back. On my short list. Jake, while you were gone, we actually talked about those thumb studs and how how well they worked on the blur. I could hear you, and you couldn't hear me for a good five minutes. That's funny. as I was just screaming and hitting buttons and changing settings. So yeah, it was the Volt and the Speed Form. Those were pretty crazy. Oh, here's here's another knife from from a very bygone era that I really wanted, and I forget the name of it. Fuck. <laughs> Wow, good job. Uh, it was the A.G. Russell, the A.G. Russell Aces in ZDP 189. Just hmm. remembered it as soon as I said I didn't remember it. Or was that not the I one that I was in ZDP? I can't even picture that thing, dude. Uh, this is... L- let me find this thing. Uh, no, the probably Aces... Probably the same one that I wanted, and I can't picture it either, but there was definitely an A.G. Russell. It was a frame lock that I think was made by Kershaw yeah. as an OEM. Hmm. Um, and I will send this I'm trying to now. scroll back through my Instagram feed. While everyone's looking, I want to I want to thank everyone for their tactical shits posts. <laughs> that actually great. happened. Oh my god! They, they've been amazing. Uh, remember, you guys can still uh, tag us. Uh, you can use the hashtags tactical shits. That's plural. Also, you can also use hashtag KNP always ready. That's the other hashtag that I've been using. So remember, you can take a picture of your uh, take a selfie of you taking a crap. No poop, no actual turds in the photos, please. That will get us. This is blocked. literally the worst. Yes. Uh, hold the knife in reverse grip or in your mouth. Those are the those are the rules. I hate this podcast. This is the okay. lowest. This is the lowest. There point. is some this weird is the lowest point of this podcast. Weird yeah. things if you, no, you if you hit you, that hashtag. You guys know for a fact that it's not the <laughs> lowest we've ever stooped. How is this guy what, a tactical? What's shit? lowered? What's lower? This could get more interesting than than old knives. What's uh, worse than what you just said? Take a photo of yourself taking a shit and tag us in it. That's what you just said. That's true. 
I'm sending everything to Dave I find under tactical shits. So that AG Russell's ACs, you could get it in ZDP-189. Yeah. That's crazy, because that was a long I'm time ago. <laughs> I like that steel. Dude, I'm telling you, the Kershaw, the Kershaw Volt, the 3600 Volt looks so cool. If anyone has one of those, let me know. I would like to see I'm one. I'm prepared to make a very poor decision. A very, a very Dude, I'm going to get offer. it, and it's going to flip like it's from 2009. <laughs> that's, that's the worst part. It's like, and it's just like, ugh. <laughs> it barely locks up. Flaccid. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely gonna be a flaccid flipper. This, yeah, this hobby was a lot harder to explain to people when you would hand them the knife, <laughs> and the most they could get it to flip was like twenty five percent. You know what I mean? Okay, well, I think it. I would. Like I will argue, Jake. It flips so I will well. argue. I will argue that it's harder to explain now because you can buy a freaking Civivi that flips like a freaking thousand dollar whatever back then. So now you can yeah. any knife you buy or an M Tech. And they flip great. They have bearings and they the work. Bottom of that M Tech thing. Yeah. And how many, uh, how many awesome knives have they made now? In the last there's a lot month. of them out there now. I don't know how That's awesome. I can't speak for how awesome they are, but there's a lot of them now. You can oh, if you awesome go on Amazon and you type in like M Tech. I think they call it M Tech Evolution or whatever. They have tons of knives and they're creeping up in price. There's some that are like over a hundred bucks. Jesus Christ! What? What, have, what have you done? Yes. All yeah. right. Why did old knives used to flip like a person that is having sex and trying to make it last more than two minutes? Very uh, small movements. Specific? Uh, hmm. yeah. I think there are, there's a lot I, of reasons. There's definitely a lot of reasons good, for that. Good China that has a lot to do with it. Yeah, good China. Hashtag good China. Oh, that joke went over terribly. Yeah, that, was, that was... This whole section is getting... I think, I think we all had I mean, to... Seriously, that like. The, the I just felt sad for Dave. Yeah, it was. I was like, oh. <laughs> That's did Jake just reveal too much about himself? <laughs> yeah. Wait, me? It was Dave's Dave. The one that I'm sorry, Dave. More than did I say? Did to... I say Jake? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I meant Dave. Did. I meant Dave. I'm just so used to, you know. Yeah. Calling you out on uh, stuff. Jake yeah. is obviously fertile. Yes. Too fertile, so that Kershaw Volt, it's, it's cool. <laughs> I really gotta try and turn this one around. <laughs> it had a really little pocket clip. It looks very yeah, so silly. everyone tag us in your in your shit photos. Levon, give him two minutes to explain it. <laughs> and Dave, let me give you a little advice as a young as a youngster coming up who might get married one day. The faster you are, the more your wife will appreciate. Those the quicker the suffering ends. 30 to 40 seconds. Yes, the quick is <laughs> suffering ends. Y'all remember the Kershaw tirade? <laughs> uh, no. That was that a knife. About titanium in it? You got to give it a couple minutes to calm down. It's a, it's that's a, pr- that's, is that your joke there? I guess that makes sense. No. No, was, I meant literally you need to mm. let it like, die for a couple minutes. The you can't go straight like into a, a tirade. I'm dying a little bit right now. <laughs> the Kershaw tirade. It was a knife that existed. Yeah. What did it look like? It had the, this one of the funny one of the funny composite blades. All right, I'm crashing burden here. <laughs> Send this one. Um I'm trying to think of other knives that I've had that have gone away. I wanted a bunch of these. I guess that's the sound of us all getting a picture of that thing. Yeah. It's the knife oh, that looks it like is, it's yeah. melting. It's another it's Ken Onion drippy. design. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it yeah. Ken Onion's Old drippy. drippy. <laughs> Drip too hard. <laughs> Drip or drown, baby. <laughs> Take a bite of my head. 
At this point, I think you taste better without the ranch. I'm half penicillin. (laughs) Eat my head. Yeah. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. Someone will get that reference. Someone will get that. (laughs) Old drippy, dude. Old drippy. (laughs) Jesus, God. Dude, I got a bad... They should, you know, a number of of, uh, Knife Nuts jokes technically did start with Aqua Teen. Yeah, that's true. See, you gave it away. Oh, yep. <laughs> oh, I was okay. To, I remember old trippy now. To wait for someone to just DM you the the name Aqua Teen Hunger Force, but uh, yeah, that, I mean, we basically have Carl as a as a host. Yeah. That's true. So. That's very true. Yo, how many brass blades are you gonna admit to owning? Uh, <laughs> I had one. <laughs> Three. Damn. Four if you count the Silent Soldier fixed blade. Okay, so he, I, mine was very expensive. Oh, because you got the uh, Silent Soldier frame block, right? No, Correct. You, you had you had two. Nah, one. Was I the only one that I thought that I bought that the carbon the old Silent Soldier flipper from you? Oh no, no, okay. no. It I had in the group one for a while. Someone bought it from me. Someone else that we were friends with. I think Pat, our buddy Pat, who uh, doesn't listen and no one knows, so that doesn't matter. But. Uh, I, I mean, I, I had Barry's. Barry let let me borrow his for a while. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I thought it was the shiznit. Because yeah, I thought it was a custom them. knife. <laughs> yeah. Well, he... actually, you well actually you told me it was a custom knife, Jake. Well, he kind of pumped them up like they were customs. That's true. That's yeah, true. Yeah, this was the same time we both thought that Quartermaster was a knife brand. And That's true. Maybe had like a museum in Texas. So, <laughs> sorry. You thought, thought there was a small it. chance that museum was real? <laughs> maybe you really it's do a need a very to small chance. Maybe you really do need to strap into the harness while they raise you. <laughs> do you know what knife I kind of miss that I sold? And it's like the stupidest one. It's not that stupid. It's the the mirror polished annex with the meteorite inlays. That was a cool knife to show people. Yeah, but it was yeah. useless otherwise. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I uh, I don't really blame you on that one, but it was cool for selling it. It was. I also some t- one of the ZTs I regret selling was the the original three ninety two. Yeah, that was. I mean, they've you can kind of recreate the magic with eight of the other versions they've made of it. But what's weird is I had a car with the sa- with the same cubic inches of engine. Look at you could have taken your pictures with it on the hood scoop I, or something. I'm pretty sure I fucking did at some point. <laughs> Wait, no. That, that knife came out when you had the truck when that knife came out. Because when I met you, you had the pickup truck, and that was 2015, 2014? Uh, I guess you're right. Yeah. 392 came out way after that. Uh, you shame. missed out on an opportunity for, for a very contrived photo. Bummer. Yeah. Um, Is my truck currently a 392? No. Uh, no, it's a 6.2. 392 would be 6.4. I have no idea how you, how you knew that off the top of your head. but Because I knew what the cubic inches and the liters of my... My, my cars were. Fair. Either way. Um, I also had uh, a Jake Hoback Quayback uh, mid-tech. The original ones? The original mid-tech. Oh, yeah. Same here. I remember that. The, the, that early mid-tech era it was wasn't trash. That bad. It wasn't that bad. I know. But in comparison to now and how expensive they were, uh, that's a the thing. T- yes. I agree. That thing I was agree. like 450 475 or something. Are there more or less options for a knife maker doing a mid-tech in America today than there were in America less then. I'm gonna say less I, I would aren't there fewer or the same today? amount yeah. could also be the same amount but I think nope just like less likely to be used topic. 
Yeah, I want to say there's there's less. I don't know. I mean, well, Millet's not doing other people's OEM work anymore, so. Yeah, but did they fall off the face of the earth or just say we're done? Ooh, yeah, that's a good question. Where, where are they at? We need, I think I think this is a topic that's worth its own. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think you may have stumbled upon a, a good conversation here. Table that one for a future episode. Sorry for breaking character. I'll go back to being <laughs> your, your Omega or your Beta or whatever the fuck I am. Jeez. I don't know. What I don't is know what that's on? about. Yeah, yeah, the the Southern Toke was from the uh, same era as the Quebec Midsummer. I had a Southern Toke. I oh, still that, have that was mine. Good. That was I, good. That knife. was a de- that was actually a good knife. Yeah, no, that one has that one has definitely stood the test of time as in terms of mid techs from 2014 2015. I'm definitely and happy I, with that he, one. Didn't he have a a hand in actually? It, he did some part of that assembling of the knife, or yeah, yeah. He, did, he I think he actually he did, did a lot, lot on it. that. I yeah. think yeah. he had the blades ground, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so, correct. Right. Yeah, that was nice. I uh, I I still have mine. It's it's pretty good. Another weird one from my ZT era was the O four fifty, Sinkovich one. Oh, the Sinkovich touch one with the, the mill one out of there was one. There oh, were twenty of them. God, they yeah. milled touch. the yeah yeah the Sinkovich touch. Didn't you have the, the recently have the? I mean, that was after the podcast started though. The the Damascus one. I still have it. Oh, do you really? Mm-hmm. That's, wouldn't have seen that coming. Yeah, you hear that? He's ZT? Settled on that I one. still have it. Like, <laughs> yeah, he settled on it. He was like, "I'm gonna, if I'm only gonna keep, I'm only gonna keep one 450, and this is the one." Yeah, right. That's true. I, I still have a bunch of ZTs. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I have it. Oh yeah, you have it right now. <laughs> so you don't have it. <laughs> but you know go. what I mean. I still own it, <laughs> sort of. Possession. Yeah, it's there you actually go. pretty nice. It's not bad. I think it's a good knife. This X, the fact I had an XM18 slicer at one point, three and a half inch slicer, and now that they have those no choil skinny ones at DLT ah, trading, it's like yes. damn. This is. I wish I'd spent that same money on this exact model and not that the one I bought. That XM18 might be the XM18 to end all XM18s. It definitely is. Yeah, Jake, did you see it? It's a non-choiled slicer, skinny. Yeah. Let me go look this up. Yeah. Uh, an M390 for the normal price. I, I bet Adam buys one before this podcast is over. <clears throat> I was going to buy that uh, that uh, Terzola from Drop, and then I realized that it doesn't ship for a little while, and I didn't. Yeah, I'll, like I'll send you this one to play with. It is January of 2020. Yeah. Damn. I think it says January 20th, 2020, which yeah. I understand. I'm not yeah, sure. I'm not, but the one in Coyote Brown looks fantastic. Uh, that's I do like that one. Yeah. My so you know what you know what it is you know what it is Adam. Remember we were looking at those Shiro 111s, mm-hmm. and they all come in those like Earth Tone G10s. Yeah, almost. It sort of those, satisfies yeah. that uh, that uh, look. That Russian. Okay, edge. let's see here. No choil Spanto. No choil slicer. No choil slicer. No that's what you want. Oh so it's a three inch. No choil. That's they have the three and a half inch one now. That's do they? Yep. Oh yeah, there it is. Yep, there it is. Wow. And it's a skinny, so it's you know lighter and mm-hmm. skinnier. Ooh, and they one. have it in orange. Yeah, they still have a fair amount of them in stock. So like, yeah, I mean, it's not you just can like definitely the scraps. Buy a hinderer now. <laughs> I have grown to really appreciate DLT. They take fantastic DLT's pictures. A, they're 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 good people, and they you know. They ship out quickly, and their prices are reasonable. And I don't think there's anything wrong with uh, with DLT. Yeah, and they get lots of cool 
specific hinderers that other people don't get. That is true. They carry my knives. No big deal. The uh, that oh, yeah, they true. did. They, they had do. the primordial. I, remember I believe I suggested that you reach out to them. Did I not? I don't know. Wow! Uh, look at that. There's a lot of hate. A lot of hate coming from you. The I don't. Th- I don't know if that's hate. It's kind of like dang. love. I kind of like this. Okay, I might I, order. I, one I, of these. I told you he's gonna buy one. I know. <laughs> well, you're just mad because you can't buy one right at this moment. That's probably true. Did you tell anybody about your automatic? No. Should we? <laughs> but I didn't. Want, should we talk about automatics right now? Well, I just meant the the SOCOM. Yeah, we both got one. They're fantastic. Yeah, what a surprise. We, yeah, I'm. Uh, I always wanted one, and now that they come in purple, I was like, yeah, gotta have it. Yeah, yeah, good choice. Yes. The the hard coat anodizing on the their anodizing is, is very nice. Pretty fantastic. I still I still have to put out there like honestly for the money, they're under three hundred dollars. You can get them in manual or auto. The Microtech SOCOM Elite is, is an awesome knife. Yeah, the anodizing holds up so, so well. Hard. Yeah. yeah, they're good. Yeah, Dave, you they still have yours, right? Your hand. Oh yeah, I still have the uh, the manual, but and the auto. I I have a manual and I have the auto. the The auto literally it it kicks hard. It's a very cool knife. It is. <laughs> yes, that's uh, they really they really inhaled. Really I'm still scrolling through my my Instagram to see if there's anything else that really stands out to me. Uh, there's a lot of stuff, but um, I think <laughs> I mentioned all the ones that I really give a crap about. Yeah, I mentioned. I still have a Kershaw Ruby. That's okay. That's pretty cool. They still have yeah, one of those. Still have one of those. Yeah, maybe I'll post it this week or something. All right. So I think that's the big take-home message from this: is Kershaw bring back the cool limited editions that are not ZTs. They mm-hmm. had such a different flavor. I miss those. I, I doubt that's going to happen. That. No, it's absolutely, <laughs> it's absolutely not going. And to I don't happen, think it's realistic to even ask for it to happen. I, we can wish. We can wish. We had, a, you know what I miss, Jake, and you'll maybe echo this. Uh, my Halo Five, our Halo Five. We had a joint custody Halo Five. Yep, I was going to mm. mention our blue Halo Five, and also my Halo. 2, what was it? Nineteen ninety-seven Halo. Yeah, 2? a Halo Two, right? Halo, yeah, I just said that. Hopefully. Did you say that? I'm sorry, uh, you did too. Yeah, I think it was uh, like December of '97. I want to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I held on to that one for a while, for an, like an automatic that I can't actually legally carry. Those tend to come and go quickly through my collection, but I really like that that one. That was a good knife. I have a zero fucks given <laughs> to the automatic laws in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Mainly because I don't commit crimes with my knives. Let's not necessarily endorse that view, but I 100% agree. That's the same thing. Yeah. It's probably okay, uh, but no, I can't endorse it. Right. Not that you leave the house, Jake. That's a good point. I can start collecting automatically. You can carry it all you want at your house. I didn't leave the house before. Now I'm really never going to leave the house. The only auto I've had is a Protex Sprint. I feel like I should probably get another one. Not that I really Uh, like autos at all, but just uh, just for sake of collection. One that I have of Adams that I have now that I've never handled really was was the standard Truidon. It's smaller than an Ultratech. Yeah, I didn't three know. inches. That was, it's so good though. I really yeah. like that one. I'm not an I OTF really guy like though. I like the the side of the side folding automatics. Really? Yeah. No, I'm gonna. I, I love the. OTFs. I think I'd prefer I need OTFs. A, I definitely need a deadlock, and I definitely yes. need some some something like a UTX85 or some like a smaller, uh, you know, dual action. OTF. But I, I got that the uh, button in the right place. Right. 
So you want the Dirac, the yeah, new Dirac. Dirac. Say, That's the do, only yeah. one that fits that description. Yeah. They do, uh, Microzac at least does now uh, make that. So someone give me one of those and a deadlock and I'll be happy. I'm, uh, <laughs> I emailed the appropriate channels to get you a Harrier, by the way. Oh, that is an excellent, yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. I have, I have my reasons. Did you see Brian Ty's uh, American production company is making OTFs now too? Yeah, that's Brian Ty and friends. That's old news, but you know, that's not. These are pretty new. <laughs> no, yeah. If you went we to Blade, Blade Show, Blade oh, Show. Sure. Yeah, if you went to Blade Show, <laughs> they're hitting dealers. <laughs> they're finally hitting dealers. I was about else. to stick up for you, Dave, and then and then he said the Blade Show thing, and no, damn. Should, on. should we on. throw a rest in peace in there? Or? Oh, oh yeah. Dearly I mean, departed. It is amazing yeah. how how well he is doing from. Oh my from god! The grave. So he's, here's the fun- he's the Michael Jackson of. Knives. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I told this yet, but I did. I mention that I told Brian Ty that yes. in the Knife Nuts podcast no, universe, you didn't. He's you didn't actually dead. I told. You did. It. And oh, it was super awkward. Were you there with me when it happened? Yes, I was standing there. I might I have mentioned. I I I thought he took he he took it pretty well. Yeah, he probably had no fucking well idea what you were talking about. <laughs> No, he does. We've met. He before. didn't know what a. He said, "What's a podcast?" That's no. that. That I can't. Yo, we that I. We ain't shit. That I. No, he doesn't. I mean, come on. No, I believe. Look it. at the guy. He looks like a, a cross between uh, Mark Twain and Colonel Sanders. Wow, that is perfect. Yeah, he is. He is a fantastically nice person. I, though. I absolutely love him. Absolutely he, love him and his sense service. of style. Is incredible. Boots. My he, second custom knife is a Brian Ty custom. I couldn't have been more pleased with the experience. I agree. Oh, he's I, awesome. Yeah, we love we do, we all do love Brian Ty. Yeah, and his Even and his cowboy boots in Canada. I was very happy with my tycoon. It's funny. I'm going through my older posts, and it, it's funny for me to see the same knife over and over again. So like it, it's like the same few knives getting posted every other day or something like that. Um, it doesn't happen a lot these days. This episode of the Knife Nuts podcast is brought to you in part by PVK Vegas. PVK has been selling knives on the internet since 1996. They are the largest microtech dealer in the United States, specialize in automatics and balisongs, and have a strong selection of high-end customs. Visit their showroom on the Las Vegas Strip, a five-minute walk from the USN show. Should we discuss the guy that had a conniption over the fact that we installed uh, Black Tie Mascus on a Civivi? Wait, oh, I missed oh, this. Uh, it wasn't so much a conniption as it was just some kid that was just didn't understand the irony and then went on a tirade about how what irony is. Okay, now now I mean, it's, it's, this didn't sound that amusing at first, but now it does. You know the Civivi that, yeah. that Adam and I did with yeah. the... Uh, we actually ended up putting. I moved the time ass the the, the Zerka tie clip and backspacer onto the Chinese Damascus version of the Praxis, mm-hmm. and we reposted it. And the guy, the kid, went on this tirade about you're missing the whole point about Civivis. They're supposed to be affordable knives and that you can carry and use. And now you've completely ruined it. It's very prescriptive and, of him. I mean, it was way more wordy than that. And then we were like. Whoa! He somebody attacked him or something like I can't remember who uh, it was. Went off Eric. Oh yeah! <laughs> Shout out to, to Eric. He's a good guy. He's also our, our latest Patreon contributor. So thank you very much, Eric. 
That's Stock C7 on Instagram. And uh, it was very strange. He started going off about how what irony is. It was ironic that he was yelling at him about something. I don't know. It was stupid. It was that a crazy is, thing. How did I miss this one? Hardly the most ridiculous thing that's been on Instagram the past few days. But but I'm not even going to go there. Did you guys see that uh, Giant yeah. Mouse is finally releasing the Clyde? Which is a folder they've email. been teasing for, yeah. Do you think it's also a gravity knife? <laughs> More likely than not, right? <laughs> hey, they're legal in, in New York now, so it's okay. You know what a weird knife I had was? The Matt Cucciara Midtech. The do- the Dorado? The Dorado yeah. Midtech. That is, I'm so glad you brought that up, because I had one of those too, and I was like, nah, this isn't 2014 or 2015 enough. Let me send this off to somebody to get rock pattern on the titanium and then flame anodize the clip. <laughs> We definitely flame anodized the clip. It was horrific. I ruined that thing. Yeah. I had one of his customs. I'm going to send you uh, a picture of ours, Dave. Hold on. It wasn't as bad as mine. It definitely wasn't. No. Just based around what you just said. It flipped really well. It was a miss, Matt. He was a great dude. Yeah, he uh, had some health issues, right? And he kind of retired after that. He had some health issues and couldn't work anymore. And that sucked because he was making some cool stuff. He, uh, the Bam Bam, which was in everyone's uh, feed every two seconds, he made that. That's true. And he was well, one he of the first. Like the f- Kaiser. Kaiser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He, he kind of put them on the first map. nine Kaisers ever made. That's true. Well, at least the ones that with the Kaiser logo on them released by the maker. No. Yeah, he was probably a big part made. of the reason they kind of got popular. So. I I would agree with that. I would say that 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 was the genesis of Good China. No, the I the exact date of Good China was May 2014 when the Horizon A came out from Riot. When some random dude posted on Blade Forums and was like, "Hey, I'm making this knife. It's called the Horizon. If you want and one, that guy email was David me." David Dang. It was. The A was awesome. I wish he would bring the A back. I, I like the CF version of that. The the Horizon really? A was so good for the time. It was just truly like mind blowing. I bought one sight unseen. Sent them the money on PayPal, and uh, somehow it got to me in three days from China. Hmm. No, that's the way it, it works. Nope. No, that's that's the way it works. You can get stuff from China from FedEx in three or four days, but I can't ship something to Levon in a week. Yeah. That's, uh, it was absolutely yeah. insane that it got here in three days from China, but that was incredible. That was definitely the genesis of good China. Mm-hmm. It was definitely up there. I mean, that was started there. There was nothing before that. I feel like the Kaiser stuff came before that. No. Kaiser was after that. Was it? Yeah. We're old. There's this is just old people badly remembering things that happened in the past. There, this is a really exciting episode for our listeners. There were clones that were suspiciously as good as or better than originals just before the era of Good China. But I would Yeah, the Kevin that. John shit was around before May 2014. Yeah, there, mm. there, there's definitely a lot of crossover there, so I would, I would give you that date, personally. If we're going to pick an actual date for the uh, BCE, or I mean the... Uh, Before Good China date, BGC? BGC. Yeah. BGC. 2014. The truth is, we I'm don't at, I'm really at around, know. I'm at, January, I'm at January of 2014 in my uh, my feed right now, and it's uh, pimped ZT801s. Pimped everything. That were re-pimped, re-pimped from 2012. <laughs> that was an unfortunate time. <laughs> Here's uh, the, the question, The plate was though. acid stonewashed, by the way. Nice. classic did did the period of before good china 
Or was it just the period before people admitted they were having things made in China? Because we know that Wii uh, was making mm, knives for mm, many years before they mm, became Wii that's, knives. That's a deeper, darker criminal link, yeah. though. <laughs> you're, uh, you're treading on some thin ice there, pal. Deeper, darker? No, you might I, get a, you I don't might have get any... A, sp- I was going to say, you have any specifics here? I have no them? specific companies. I'm just wondering when who, China Who was making their shit in China started... before that? Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Because, like I said, we know that we was making production yeah. products for people for, like, 15 years. Yeah, I mean, how did they just come out of nowhere making incredibly good knives that quickly? Correct. Ooh. Yeah, we're, we're, just, we're just giving an affirmation to when people uh, were forced to accept it. Yes. <laughs> they still don't accept it. That's... I disagree. Uh, I think the people that the sales, don't accept it suggest. are literally just very... They're oddballs. My yeah. favorite is a comment that says, I'll never buy anything from China sent from my iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is the truth. Trying to buy knives that are only made in the U.S., your options are more limited than ever, I would say. You can't hardly buy anything only made in the U.S. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I will just say, which is limited to knives, because obviously you're not going to get an American-made microwave or something. Like, Westinghouse <laughs> isn't making microwaves here anymore. Mm. The only American-made cars are from Korea. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because... Labor and whatnot, but within the knife world, yeah, you don't really have a lot of options like you used to. So that is true. I shout out to everybody who still says they're not going to buy a Chinese knife. There, there should be like a who? What's the the beer as that used to salute different people? Do you guys know what I'm talking oh, about? Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mister only uh, buys American-made yeah. knives. Oh yes. In 2019. <laughs> yes. Collector. You y'all keep fighting the good fight. Yeah. I'm gonna. What? I'm gonna enjoy all these. Why does it sound like there's running water? Does someone have like a Zen fountain? Is that. Is it? I'm sitting in dead silence and a very humid attic, basically, at my top floor. Because I turned (laughs) off the air. Yo, so good news. It's me. I'm just losing my mind. It's my bathroom. So. You never. (laughs) Was your toilet running this whole time? It's very possible. Go jiggle that handle. We'll wait. Go jiggle put, the put handle. On, put, on, put on the whole thing. Yo, my dear redneck. We're back on the blue collar comedy tour. Oh, Jesus Christ. You have put, to say, put the whole thing. Brian's going to be so upset he missed this. <laughs> yeah, he will be super upset that he's on vacation and not doing this. Yeah, seriously. We, we basically took a bullet for him. I know. I can feel, I can feel him wanting to be here in spirit. Let's see. Oh. We have to do another live Instagram giveaway, LeVon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess we do. Is that... I guess we'll I do know. that on, what, Maybe Thursday? one day soon. Yeah, Thursday. whatever. Uh, we're actually going to... I guess this is a good time to say this. Uh, in, an, in an effort to bring uh, our listeners a little more content, uh, Adam and I will be doing a semi-regular um, side podcast under the knife nuts banner what that's going to be called i don't know but they're going to be around an hour long we may retread some old topics but stay pretty uh uh on topic with certain things maybe you'll hear us talk about automatic knives maybe you'll hear us talk about the production process on different things um and it's just something to fill in the time between knife nuts episodes i think we're calling it adam the side piece (laughs) Damn. Um, Thanks, Jake. Yeah, Thanks, I Jake. I good. appreciate sure. it. <laughs> <laughs> nice nuts side piece. 
damn, right after Chance the Rapper <laughs> made a whole sorry. album about how side pieces will never I be better than your main piece. Man, I just, I just hope it's not a slow two minutes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. We're, we're going to be holding That's where I was going to go. <laughs> I, hope you, I just hope you guys can last more than two minutes. <laughs> I'm surprised this podcast... You don't need to show off. <laughs> wow. Don't what else is new? It, it, it'll be nothing but a curse someday. Hey, help me pick a color on a hinder. I'm thinking this blue one with the two-tone blade. Don't do that because I don't want to buy that one off of you for 30% of what you originally paid for it. No, as I have I'll just with other knives. <laughs> uh, no, Adam, anything? you're my source for knives that are never used, and then I pay like a, a dollar, I mean like a penny on the dollar for them. It's unlikely I'll keep this more than a week, but I, I probably <laughs> exactly. will. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, can't wait to get that one for two hundred bucks off it'll, of you. It'll have a Timascus clip on it, though. I, I'll take, hold the Timascus clip. That's possible. Uh, is there anything going on in the knife world that uh, needs to be brought to our listeners' attention? No, I feel like uh, I feel like this was pretty exhaustive of our old collections. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty tired Just of talking a, about it. Of you know, if official like national level adoption of the. Uh, Hashtag Korean post good, BCG. Good God damn it. BGC, dog. BGC. I'm sorry. I'm you invented Instagram. this shit. Dyslexic in every way. Instagram crushed all the hashtags. So. Oh, yeah. We got to talk about that. That's true. Dude, I'm ready for the forum resurgence. It's going to be like uh, the early 2000s all over again. Do not hold your breath. We're all going to be on the forums. <laughs> What was that oh, horrible yeah. program that came out like a year and a half ago? I was going to say, yeah, that we already tr- we already tried to get off. Of <laughs> what was the knife? Once, remember, no. everybody that? signed up. That and fucking then scam. No one ever went back on. No, it was it was terrible. It was horrible because it, it was only for knives. No, 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 uh, that wasn't the one. Oh, there, there was, was one that, that was supposedly the in- yes, there was, uh, but uh, the, there was the, the Veer, yeah, something like everyone that. should just yeah. Visco. That one's this? just for naked women. Uh, no. B- oh. Posing as art, quote-unquote. Oh. Uh, Sounds more, like, risque. I think we're just going to have to start uploading our podcast to Pornhub, which is what everyone does Speaking in of which, damn, that's probably not a bad idea. I right? 100% agree. Yeah, we should probably uh, start doing that. Also, I think uh, we need to be able to have this stream on uh, Spotify. Are we not on Spotify? Are we not? I, I don't know. Are we? Spotify, side rant for people who want to make podcasts, Spotify is like the only music streaming service that doesn't allow you to just upload your shit. You have to use like TuneCore or something to do it. Oh. Also, I think we're behind on YouTube uploads. We are. Okay. We'll do that. But uh, Mm -hmm. we are not available on Spotify, unfortunately. We are available on Spotify. Oh, wait, we are? How fucking bad? Okay, we got to end this. We are 100% available on Spotify, so shout out to all our Spotify listeners. Serious? We've been on Spotify? How many episodes are on Spotify? Every single one. Well, fuck. (laughs) All right. Shout out to the the few people that actually do listen to it on Spotify, because we had no idea you existed. This is good. Wow. (laughs) Good job. Yeah, we uh, so killed we are that available, one. We're available on Spotify then. That's that's good. Huh. But not on YouTube. Well, we are, but just I think 36 and 37 are not on. Yes, there. this is not stuff that needs to go to the podcast. Anyway, okay. Uh, so let's I Spotify. would like to give it. I would like to give a uh, an update on the challenge coin situation. Oh yes. <laughs> uh, they are 
ordered and they will be will be delivered i think by the middle of august so they said they're ready to they'll be ready to ship around august 9th that Um, is my birthday that's quite a birthday gift oh how nice all of our china d2 for you uh patreon supporters uh will be receiving one gratis um as for everyone else in our patreon we will be giving you guys a discount code to buy one at a discounted rate um and then they will be available to purchase for everybody else on on KnifeNutsPodcast.com. Uh, so they're pretty cool. They'll have, be enameled on one side. They'll have an antique copper finish. They'll have the seagull, which I believe we have a name for. I think someone gave it the perfect name in uh, on one of the little live things that Adam and I did. <laughs> His name is Varg. He's Varg the seagull. I still like Steven Seagal. Yeah, Steven Seagal's way better. Let's not name him after Varg. <laughs> I feel like Steven Seagal is way too on the nose. Yeah, but why are we naming shit after Varg for Curtis? Fuck him. Okay, fine. Steven Seagal it is. Okay, I'm fine with that. There are much better black metal Archibald, figures to name things after. I thought it was Archibald, Archibald Meat Pants Flappy is... Wings. No, no Archibald... Archibald Flappy Wings. No. That's dumb. You're dumb. It is Steven Seagal. Steven. Good name. It's a strong name. Steven Seagal had some terrible Kershaw knives back in the day with Stingray inserts. I was, but now he's aligned with uh, Cold Steel, if I remember correctly. I believe so. He has his own sword. Can we mm. at least call him Jonathan Living Steven Seagal? <laughs> yeah, Jake just, just rolls off the tongue. God. <laughs> Damn. You guys got to get a load of the Steven Seagal Kershaw. It's got his signature right on the blade. Ah, that's another one I, I never owned, but I would like to. I, w- I would like to as well, so that someone could put it to a grinder at some point, but... Uh, Adam has been known to do that. Aus 8A stainless steel. I've a credit card before. Does that count as a Steven Seagal Kershaw? You should sell that on, on Instagram as, a, as an EDC item. <laughs> you can get through your metal detectors with it. Yeah. I need a, a laser, laser engraver to uh, engrave the scene. Which Steven Seagal movie is it where he kills like ten guys with a credit card? Literally all of them. Yeah. Every one of them. Yeah, there's no way we're gonna have that detail off the top of our head. Uh, yeah. I know people who would. Mm. Stop being friends with those people. Seriously. It's Rody, isn't it? <laughs> Rody might. Yeah. 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 Uh, Either way, uh, do you think we've uh, talked enough for today? I think we have. Yeah. It's been a pleasure having you, as always. Yeah, thanks for joining us, Adam. Absolutely. Thank you. And thank you, listeners, for uh, taking this trip down memory lane with us. Um, It was painful for us. We hope it wasn't as painful for you as it was for us. Absolutely. Um, And go ahead and tell us what your most embarrassing knife purchase was. I'm curious to see what that is. Or even uh, keep sending us your gateway knives. I'm always curious to see what models got people into the knife hobby. So go ahead and send them to us on Instagram. You can send it to us through email on our contact page on on our website. Um, Just reach out. And uh, thank you again for listening. Yep. Meow. Wow. Jake, see, if you were better at this, you would have known to start doing it as Levon was fading out yeah. there. Mm. Man, what the fuck? I'm into this.